This is the Infinity Summit Group. Truth. Passion. Success. Hello, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us for the second episode of the Infinity Summit Group podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the self-improvement trap and self-care, kind of just what to do to stay healthy and some tips and tricks that we have and just kind of talking about different things to keep a healthy body because if you if you have a healthy body, then you can keep a healthy mind. So we're going to jump back to the self-improvement trap. The self-improvement trap is something that I've found myself doing recently in in months i was in a about five, five months ago i was in a run. can you uh pause that can you kind of explain the self-improvement trap for the listeners yeah just yeah. a little bit so the self-improvement trap is when you're kind of you really want to get better in your life and you want to progress in a certain area in your life or all areas of your life as we all do and you you tend to consume a lot more content than you're actually putting out. So basically you just kind of are reading too much or so so it seems like it's a you're wanting to improve so much that it becomes almost detrimental and counterproductive kind of thing. Exactly. It becomes counterproductive because you're not actually, you know, putting any effort into any of the things or you're putting too much effort because what I found myself doing in that rut is I wanted to get better so bad that I started to change every part of my life, but it was too much to handle. And this is a part of the self-improvement trap is, you know, you got to focus on one thing at a time. Say like mm-hmm. sleeping, eating, you want to work out, you want to, you know, read more, you want to be more productive. That's all well and good, but you can't do all that stuff immediately, you yeah. know. And I tried to work out, wake up early, start eating healthy like reading an hour a day and I burned myself out so fast because I could, you know, I was trying to do way too much, way too fast. So to avoid the self-improvement trap, I'd recommend starting on one thing that you want to like improve in your life and just working on that and then just see and kind of track your prog- progress with that. And that'll kind of help you to see where you, how far you've come Plus, you're not going to get overwhelmed. And some people, it could work. You know, if you're one of those people who can take on a lot of tasks and a lot of uh, stress at once, that might be good for you. But the majority, I would say, I've, I, I'd say that's pretty safe to assume. The majority of people can't handle a lot of stress thrown on them at one time. Yeah, and y'all just remember that even Benjamin Franklin took two weeks at a time to improve things about himself. That's, what, that's do, one of the things yeah, I was going to mention. One thing every two weeks. And if he had to go back to it, he would. But... You don't overexert yourself on too many things at once. It just doesn't work. Mm. I find myself actually doing this um, with the firefighting school, for example. I've wanted to Tell do Tell us it. a little bit about that, yeah. firefighting school. Well, pretty pretty much just my entire life I've wanted to become a firefighter, um, specifically going like forest wildfires. Um, but I've wanted to do it so long and so bad. Well, I guess so bad for so long that I've told everyone, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it so soon. Um, And I've wanted to do it so bad that I haven't acted on it at all. And I'd consider that a good self-improvement trap. 
So I've told everyone I want to do it so, so damn bad, but I just haven't done it. So I don't know. I, that's just, it's kind of what I thought about. Right? And that's the integrity thing too. Like, that's why it's hard to uh, like tell people what you're doing or what you're excited about. Because if it's something like you want to do really bad, like I, I'd do the same thing where I'd tell somebody like, yeah, I'm going to make this song. I'm going to make this song. And then I'll never do it because I just become either disinterested in it or it becomes too much of a project and that project and then they're like well where is it like yeah well i never made it <laughs> yeah there's yeah. a there's something that i've heard you know in like a lot of the uh, spirituality and goal setting circles is if you set so much energy towards talking about something you don't have the energy to actually take action to do that thing so it's it's very intriguing that if you talk about a goal too much um you may you may not end up uh, achieving it yeah, school did a good job of putting this out there too when they tell you to do smart goals, like you know, sp- specific, measurable, attainable, reachable, and time bound. Mm-hmm. I mean, these the, when you're in school, you hated talking about that, but now it, it it's it's a real good way to set goals and it helps you kind of keep things in line and you know makes it attainable instead of kind of like you said, I'm making a song, I'm making him a song, I'm making, but he's not putting any kind of constraints on himself to do it, so nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we here at the Infinity Summit Group always make sure. We, we give our goals a time frame. We give ourselves a specific reward, and uh, we'll call it an incentive. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't achieve it, we make it very, uh, very boxy as far as um, what you want to achieve and when. And that helps, you, that helps you keep your head in the game and shoot straight as an arrow, as it were. Yep. This is uh, it's kind of off topic, but another, it's like a fear of mine almost, is once you reach your goal, then what's after that? So why do you want to reach that goal if there's nothing after that you can think of? The next goal. So, the next goal. <laughs> yeah, but what? The like Infinity you don't have another Summit, goal. baby. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Never-ending. I don't know. It's just... No, but that is a very yeah, yeah. that is a very real and very good fear. And um, there was a great book I read one time. It was called uh, The Alchemist. And it's about this it's about this kid, essentially, that goes on his, his own personal journey through life. And he's talking to this old man. This old man says, you know what? I've always wanted to go to Mecca. And the young boy is like, okay, we've got you enough money. Um, you've got the time, all this stuff. You've got the resources. Why don't you go to Mecca? And he, told, he tells the boy, it's, it's not going to Mecca that, I, that fuels me every day in life. It's the idea of going to Mecca that fuels me in life. I don't know what I would do with life if I were to achieve my goal. And that is... Uh, that is a very sad reality of most people's lives. Um, they just don't know, don't know where to go to achieve that goal and are scared to achieve it. But what I found that is, as you achieve more and more, then there's always a new horizon. Yeah. Well, makes sense. <laughs> just got to jump on it, I guess. We'll get there. We'll follow your yeah. uh, career with great interest. <laughs> I like it. <clears throat> but yeah, basically just m- make sure you're you're setting smaller small goals that are very reachable and start small. There's no there's n- no shame in starting small with small things. You know, just changing one thing in your life can really change it. Change your whole outlook and then just keep going on certain things and it'll it'll help you. Like Jordan Peterson says if you can't if you can't fathom the next week, the next month, the next year, fathom the next day. 
Try the next hour. If you have to, do the next minute. You can you can achieve these things. You just gotta set your set your time frame appropriately low so that you can achieve these things starting from the bottom up. Or yeah. like he likes to say too, start small, make your bed, get your house in order before you try and exactly. change things around you. Mm-hmm. So start yeah, start small and you know, eventually things you know, cutting everything into pieces and bits makes it a lot easier and more feel mm-hmm. more attainable and more realistic. And in Absolutely. the end, every part of your life reflects every other part of your life. If you're, you know, if you're doing fantastic at work and everything, you're doing great in real life, whatever, and you got a dirty, messy room all the time, that says something about your internal structure. Oh, yeah. Well, and one, too, it's, I mean, if you have a clean room and everything's organized and where it's supposed to be. It's a good foundation. It's very helpful because then you have, you know, the more of a clearer mind and you can focus on other things. Mm-hmm. I find myself doing that when I get home and I want to start on a project or do anything and I see my room's a mess. I'm like, oh, Makes I've you want got... to sit on the couch. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. I give up. I give up. It's not worth it anymore. I can't even clean my room. How can I do this? Or make <laughs> like, my bed. Yep. Yeah, I can't even make my bed with the crap's wrong so with I me. I make my bed every morning. Well, now that I have a wife and she wakes up later than me, I, I make my half of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What I come home to is not my choice. <laughs> <laughs> but... So I guess um, that pretty much sums up the self-improvement trap. Does anybody else have anything else to add on that? No, that was pretty comprehensive. Yeah, it feels pretty good. All righty. Well, we can jump straight to the meditation and self-care. So meditation is something that I would love to start getting into. I personally haven't really started doing it that much. I meditate here and there, but I would like to make it a constant thing because it does, it helps you kind of ground yourself in that moment. And then you can kind of have a clear, clear day and more focused throughout the day. And this ain't hoodoo voodoo stuff. This is, this is proven to relieve stress. It's proven to um, calm anxiety. All these, all these health benefits are associated with meditation. Just uh, takes a second and yeah, slows down. There's even meditation types that uh, they'll help you keep focus longer. And they do that by like getting a candle flame and you focus on that for as long as you can. Yeah, and slowly but surely that'll make it so you your focus continues to go up and up, and you can yeah. stay longer because it's it's very difficult to focus on something like that for more than a couple of seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a I had a very interesting experience. There was someone who called me while they were having a panic attack, and I actually used that meditation with them. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, imagine this candle flame. You got to focus on it, and I ended up talking them down out of it, and they were fine after. But this very interesting. There's you know exhibit A for meditation benefits but jesse is our in-house specialist at the moment yeah on some but not on a, not nearly on the academics sure. of meditation <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's our he's our pinterest dude and posts a lot about meditation so there's so much information out there that it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to even disseminate what's good and what's not and what's what's realistic but yeah. i mean i do my best and there's some there's some neat things out there for sure that are supposed to help you in almost in all aspects of life is what they say how long should you do every day? Do they recommend? Um, I think it's different depending on what person, but I haven't really looked into how long as to as opposed to like I want to look up like how how to breathe, maybe what you focus on, words, all sorts of things. I've mm-hmm. been looking up and seeing what's and most of the time it seems to be on a case by case basis what you like the best and if it affects you the most. Like there's ones where you breathe in for 4 seconds, hold it and breathe out for 4 seconds. There's and that's supposed to like reduce stress and anxiety and 
I don't know, there's so many different benefits to the, the way that you breathe alone that it's kind of hard to narrow it down as to what's good for each individual person. And do you know why different types of breathing actually benefits or do we even, we still working on that? We've got no clue. I've, I've seen things before where it, if you breathe a certain way, it'll uh, kick your nervous system out of a fight or flight system, oh, which really? will make it, make you calm down. It helps kind of like breathe out the certain uh, hormones that your body creates to do this. But oh. it's also, I it's it's so in-depth that it's kind of hard to wrap your head around when I have no like prior knowledge of any of this. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. Um, there's a guy I listened to on YouTube called Alan Watts. And he, he quoted a uh, kind of an Eastern proverb. He says, uh, if you can, meditate for two hours every day. And if you can't, meditate for three. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, that shows, at least in the Eastern culture, how important meditation is and taking a moment to really, really center oneself in the moment and kind of let go of everything else so that you can just relax. And that's, that's the point. We're all pent up so bad all the time. It's just, it's insanity to run around like a chicken with its head <laughs> cut off, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, ev- or Jess was saying, everybody's, in my opinion, everybody's meditation can look different. It doesn't have to be cross your legs and sit, sit no. in a corner with candles. It, you know, everybody's meditation is different. So find find what works for you and what what works. Yeah, what works for you and what you like best. One of my favorite meditations is going home. So during the week, I'll listen to podcast, uh, not podcast, mostly mostly audible books, uh, but on Fridays and then most of the weekend. I will listen to music instead. It just kind of lets me unwind and relax. And sometimes I'll sit in my car in silence for a drive, and it's that's nice. Going on hikes and sitting and listening oh, to yeah. the sounds of the forest. Oh, that's that's a meditation. Hiking, mm-hmm. hiking, in my opinion, is a form of meditation. It is. Yeah. I always want to run on the trails. Yeah, yeah, that's very funny. Yeah, but is. they say there's the meditation and there's one called walking meditation or moving meditation. And the reason they say that that works is you're doing less small movements and stuff. But when you stretch out your big muscles, they produce um, an enzyme or a chemical that directly like lowers your stress levels and uh, all the kind of things that affect your stress and your hormones. It, like it directly produces something that lowers that, so it helps. Do you remember what it was time. called? If it was serotonin or not a clue because um, that endorphins or anything. There's so many websites and yeah. words and you know you Fair read enough. over it and it's a big chemical <laughs> name and you just like oh, i don't even understand what that means i'm just going to the, i get it enough. in the context of the sentence but not in the context of the what it actually is so yeah of course um so another thing another thing that meditation really helps with is like a uh, mental mental health issues um and that's that's no joke yeah it's they they are coming out and have been coming out with for years um the fact that these are these mental health issues are sicknesses they are diseases they do have cures sometimes um it's not necessarily all in your head though quite literally it is in your head um but it is it is so much more than that it affects one's being um more than just chemicals would working out helps with that a lot yeah um, i've personally found myself working out like if i'm ever going through hard times with my mental health because obviously all of us have it um, no matter what but 
working out helps a lot, so that's always good to do. There's a lot of different things for each each um, mental disorder. The thing is, like Noah was saying, it, it, it is a serious thing, and it, it's, it's usually a chemical imbalance in your brain. At least depression is. Like, and if you've never had these things, then you kind of don't take it very seriously. I didn't when I was a, a young lad just growing up. I also, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. You're doing good if you've never had any mental yeah, health, yeah, anything. Yeah, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I used to actually, I used to not very be, be very nice to him because I was, I would just think like, oh, if you're depressed, just get happy. Just be happy. Like, yeah. It's a mindset. It's if a you're mindset. thirsty, get water. Yeah, if you're thirsty, get water. <laughs> and then, you know, when I got a little older, around adulthood, I actually like felt the depression. And I was like, oh, wow, this is serious. And you don't you don't know what to do. You have mm-hmm. no clue how to fix it, but like Logan was saying, working out, being outside, being in sunshine, eating correctly is actually a big thing because a lot of people are just deficient in certain vitamins and minerals that they need <clears throat> that comes from a lot of the healthy foods. And in America, we don't re- really eat that healthy, so it's kind of no no wonder that we're having so many health issues. No, I went to Europe on a trip, and it was amazing the food over there they've got whole different quality of food non i mean whether gmo is affected or not most of it was non-gmo most of it was local it's all fresh it was just absolutely amazing all the food there yeah if you go to like bali i've never been there but i heard uh from one of my friends like he's like yeah there's fruit trees just everywhere you can just like pick fruit free food yeah like over there they have like farmer's market everywhere where it's just healthy food all over the place. And here you don't see, like, uh, not many whole food. Farmer's or, markets. Farmer's markets mm-hmm. nowhere. And especially right now because of the COVID thing, they shut that stuff down. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't even get that food if you want it to. Yeah. So it's kind of becoming very hard, but we still have access to a lot of these things, which is amazing. It's just people won't do it because they want instant gratification. And that's part of the self-improvement trap, too, is... Uh, you know, trying to separate yourself from instant gratification. Yeah, that's a big one. Just like in our first episode talking about budgeting, mm-hmm. that was, yeah, definitely got to focus on separating yourself from instant gratification for long-term benefit. You know, you eat a fruit instead of an uh, instead of a candy. You eat a vegetable instead of that burger. You you just uh, work out you know hurt your muscles get sore rather than sit on the couch on your video games mm-hmm. which makes your muscles more stiff and it gives you more depression you and feel like crap <laughs> later on anyway yep do what's do what's meaningful and what not what's expedient so. that was jordan peterson wasn't it dang right it is <laughs> <laughs> oh he's amazing all right um and then last thing on that on uh, like working out and stuff, uh, seeing your physique change in a way that you enjoy and seeing your physique become muscular, become toned, feeling yourself be strong is a huge mental health boost. It is incredible what a what large arms and abs can do for it. Um, a man's mental health makes you feel good. Yeah, and I would say that's for everybody. A healthy body is attractive and not necessarily that you're trying to be attractive and appeal to everybody else's needs, 
but like you saying being healthy and seeing your body like grow in muscle it, it's a huge booster and it gives you more confidence it makes you actually makes you happier when i see myself working out and i like see progress like get that muscle pump like badass <laughs> you know just like heck yeah mm-hmm. i'm getting there instead of like sitting on the couch and eating chips it, it's yeah it scares me when i'm getting fat <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah if you think about it it's something like if you think you're fine where you're at, maybe muscle-wise and stuff, but if you think about, like, how panicky you'd be if you gained 40 pounds all of a sudden, you'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do. And you, you could see how that would affect your mental health the way bad, but the oh, other yeah. way it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. But, I mean, if you put... If you I lost 40 ways, pounds, I'd be in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put on 40 yeah, but if you pounds, you'd be if I put on 40 on. pounds, it'd, yeah. Be, yeah, it, it'd be bad. You can see it one way, and it's kind of hard to see the other way, where you're like, I kind of find where I'm at. But if you if you went there, you'd be like, oh, this is so much better than what it could be. Mm-hmm. Talking with people, too, always a big one. Um, not with, like, counselors and stuff. Personally, I'm not into Yeah, that's that. a bad idea. You'll have a mental health record. Yeah. 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 And then you can't, you can't, can't do all these awesome that, right? things that you want to do in life for a certain number of years. If you can find someone that's not professionally rated that's not going to be on a record for you please try that talk with a friend but But don't let that prevent you from getting professional help if you need help go get help exactly (laughs) but try to avoid it it for sure it (laughs) will come out one way or another oh yeah Mm -hmm. um and then we have a we have one more topic under mental health um and that's self-discipline which is huge um it starts with making your bed starts with budgeting starts with just the small things you know taking out the trash um going on a walk every morning just whatever you decide to do be disciplined and committed enough to continue doing that it's uh yeah it's i've I've got some interesting books on self-discipline but uh I know one of the one of the things that this guy recommended was to take cold showers every day for however long that you decide to do it and it's uh it definitely benefited me. I, I still do cold showers to this day. I'll go hot almost as hot as I can and then uh towards the end of the shower I'll turn it all the way cold and boy does that uh give you both a rude awakening and a certain certain appreciation for warmth and uh really really helps you just see the bigger picture and how how self-discipline in every part of your life can benefit you um yeah i don't know if you guys have tried that specific method but (laughs) i'd recommend it it. so what's it supposed to do for you i guess yeah so so taking ice showers um tells uh does a couple things first of all makes your brain think that you know, I never thought I could do this because you step into that shower at first and you're like, wow, I'm going to die. I'm going to freeze to death. It's, this is bad. I'm burning, but the cold way. And uh, you, what, what you're supposed to do is put a five-minute timer on it, have it all the way cold from the beginning, step in, and stand in there for five minutes. Um, after the first minute, minute, minute to minute and a half, you're numb. Um, and then after that, it's just, well... Dare, dare, I, <laughs> dare I say enjoyable? It so. actually is. Uh, I actually tried that after you mentioned it. Oh, did you? I did just a couple ice times. shower? I don't do it anymore Ooh, just it's, because it's I'm rough. not there right now. Like, I'm dealing with other things, so I didn't want to put 
put that as part of my daily routine, but I tried it and it does make you feel, it makes you feel refreshed as heck when you get out of the shower. You're like, and like you can conquer. I can do anything. Every time I just, woo. Yeah. Like, holy <laughs> crap. And it is rough and it, it's just, it's kind of pushing yourself to the limit single of like how much can i handle before this is too much and it's training your brain to know that it can push through things it can conquer things so when you're facing everyday challenges in life do i eat a cheeseburger or a vegetable you can choose the healthier option and the better option for you in the long term Mm -hmm. Mm self-discipline you almost can't get i'm not saying you can't get anywhere i take that back it's very difficult to get anywhere without self-discipline because you have to have a self-discipline if you're trying to do anything and progress in any area of your life. Mm-hmm. You need to wake up at certain times if you want to work or say this this podcast thing. We wouldn't make it to this podcast if we all didn't have self-discipline enough to actually make it here. Mm-hmm. So Every that's Monday. a big part of it. Every <laughs> Monday, yep. And yeah, self-discipline takes is a huge role in everything you do it can it helps your mental health your physical health your financial health with the budgeting self-discipline every area of your life so practice self-discipline i would say that's a that is something you want to incorporate in your into your uh, daily life and uh what, what were some of those books that you said you oh, had yeah. on the self-discipline grab oh, yeah. those real quick if you don't mind yeah pull them up uh, they should be on the website okay um, and then while he's jumping to that, um, our next topic will be about personal hygiene and just taking care of yourself in general. Um, <laughs> you know, we all don't want to smell like middle school gym locker rooms. Is Dank, gross. as the kids yeah. say. Dank. 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 <laughs> Rank. Brush yeah. your teeth. Put deodorant on. Yeah. Be yeah. clean. Be clean. Yeah, this is pretty self-explanatory. Rub yourself in the shower. Yes. But, I mean, it's a big thing that a lot of people don't actually do. Like it's all part of discipline and self-respect. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's common sense, but it's something that's people Common sense lacking. is not so common nowadays. No, no. Common sense is a, is a failed, what am I saying? It's a, it's a lost teaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so I've got those two books here. Um, one's called Daily Self-Discipline, and the other is called How to Build Self-Discipline. They are both by Martin Meadows. And they are both on Audible and on our website. And another good awesome. book for self-discipline would be uh, You Can't Hurt Me. By David Goggins. Yep. Very, very good. It's a pretty dang good book. Mm-hmm. He's he's a little bit whack when it comes to self-discipline. It's more like self-masochism, but, you yeah, know. He, he's intense. Let's just yeah, say yeah. he's <laughs> intense. He himself to build himself back up. But, uh, you know, sometimes you got to start from the ashes. Yeah. He swears a lot, too. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, FYI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, back to hygiene, very important. Definitely. If, if not for those around you, which is also important, if not for those around you, then at least for yourself, if you're, if you're smelling yourself, you're looking at yourself, you don't look clean. It's, uh, it's hard to keep up a good self image if you don't look and smell clean to yourself. You can't set a good example if nobody wants to be like you. <laughs> true that's going on the wall <laughs> have some uh, self-love and self-appreciation yes you know look exactly. yourself in the in the mirror <laughs> at least take care of yourself as good as you'll take care of your dog mm-hmm. you know oh boy no, at Peterson. least take care of yourself oh. as well as you take care of someone you care about yes yeah, exactly yes, exactly so. um 
and with 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 hygiene, let's go right into kind of the emotional side of mental health and physical well-being. Um, I've noticed just in my own life when when there's major stressors in my life, um, anything like that that's anxiety inducing, then it will it will manifest itself as sickness. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've thrown Definitely. up from being so anxious. Oh, yeah. Definitely in middle school for a test or something. You're all, uh, okay, I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Being stressed can make you lose hair. Like, mm-hmm. Just from being stressed, you can lose hair. And it like and it can turn white. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen that in high school. Kids that were so worried about it, their hair was turning white. Like straight gray strands in their hair, and it was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Redo I, the school system. I know yeah, people, too, that are like in such a bad place and depressed so depressed that they they don't eat and it's not because they have an eating disorder it's because they just i don't know something in they're in in fighting fight or flight so often and that it just turns off their eating they don't need to eat although it's killing them yep their body doesn't get hungry well we'll say your brain and your heart are connected not the actual like physical heart but like the emotional side and your uh physical well-being go hand in hand you need both to keep each other kind of in check because if if one if you're like you know super angry all the time too you know it affects your body like my back hurts all the time and i think it's from the the budget the financial worry financial stress makes Mm -hmm. making my back hurt like so bad yeah let me go let me go grab that book real quick and we can read some of that stuff because it's this um i got this book it's called You Can Heal Your Body by Luis L. Hay, and it is fantastic for the emotional side of things and how they tie into your physical being. It, I saw some negative reviews on it simply because it says essentially most of what happens in your life and within your own body is up to you, and there was a lot of people that didn't like that. So <laughs> let, let me go grab that real quick. Just out of curiosity, what is metaphysics? Metaf- I don't even know what that word means. Jesse. <laughs> I've heard it spoken about for video games, and that's about as far as it goes. Yeah, I've heard a lot about metaphysics. So I don't know what that means, but all right. Maybe Noah knows. Uh, he knows. He wrote it down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. He knows too much. Uh, here he is. <laughs> Noah, what is metaphysics? Oh, yes. Metaphysics. <laughs> so uh, metaphysics is kind of kind of intertwines all the call it hoodoo voodoo we got crystals we got energy work we got auras meditation all that kind of stuff all the spirituality side of things um you know the the crazy lady down the street who has all these trinkets hanging out and believes it keeps the bad spirits away and a billion cats and a billion (laughs) (laughs) um all all of that kind of ties into metaphysics Essentially, it is the physical outside of the physical. So that presence that a person brings, that is part of their metaphysical makeup, um, as far as I understand it. So your aura, essentially. So your sp- yeah, your spirit your vibe, aura, yeah. your vibe, and and, and the <laughs> the loose science behind that stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, I I think a lot of that stuff actually does have a lot of uh, real, like, real stuff like included and it's 
a lot of it is uh it's real but a lot of people what the point i'm getting at is i've met people who like burn sage and they're like good vibes and crystals and they are some of the meanest people you will ever meet in your life <laughs> like yeah you're so spiritual that you're uh, kind of a dick <laughs> yep i think yep. it's i think it's definitely real to a point but the whole putting crystals on your forehead and putting crystals where you, it hurts on your body you kind of lost me <laughs> gotta recharge that. your yeah. chakras bro yeah it's a little weird <laughs> put a flashlight to your forehead <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. um well yeah, I'm sure, and I don't. I don't know necessarily that the crystals themselves do anything. Um, the best explanation I heard about it was that we we in and of ourselves are the complete package emotionally and otherwise, and the crystals more remind us of what what we need to bring to the table, kind of thing. What's that word? What's that? You know, because they did this study once where somebody had water. And they told somebody, okay, you're going to – this water will fix you, and this is placebo? regular water. Placebo. Pl- the, yeah, that placebo. Effect. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. if you think it's working, don't stop. Yeah, exactly. Just because we don't think – Well, you can trick yourself into believing yeah. it. If yeah. you think if, the crystals work, keep thinking that. Yeah, oh, and if boy. it works for you and if it's actually helping, don't, don't stop because anything we say. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Please and don't. We're not making fun of you for it either, so – same with opinions, the uh, yeah. same with the flashlight thing. If that will recharge your chakras, <laughs> please, <laughs> please, please continue. <laughs> yes, because we want your chakras all the way charged. Just don't shine it right in your eyes. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no blinding here. <laughs> don't um, stare at the sun. Okay, <laughs> I, I've had people who stare at the sun. They think it's good for you. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it might hurt you. Yes. Please eat real food too. Don't fast for a year. It uh. Anyway, Fasting we're, actually we're, has benefits. We're right. getting Not a little off term, topic. <laughs> so we'll go back to this. So uh, this book I have, it's called You You Can Heal Your Life. So I apologize for uh, whatever I said before. And it is by Louise Hay. Um, we can put a link to it, I'm sure, through Amazon. Um, but here's, here's one of the sections. It just says, um, this is the section for back problems and the emotions uh, associated with those. So for the lower back, um, that's associated with a fear of money and lack of financial support, which is absolutely true. I think about finances a lot, and my back problems are in my lower back. It's incredible. Um, the middle back is associated with guilt. Um, essentially, you're stuck in all that stuff um, in your past. And then the upper back is the lack of emotional support, feeling unloved, and holding back love. Um, so if that rings true for any of you, it's very, it's a very good book to get. Again, it is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And uh, we'll put a link to that under the video. Yes, we will. So that's, that's one of the things you can use to heal your emotional health. Um, another, thing, another thing you can use is called grounding. And that's essentially where you go stand in nature barefoot, and just, well, essentially meditate. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially meditating and kind of grounding yourself with the actual planet because we're around humans and machines and man-made stuff all day, and we sit in our houses and we got shoes and socks on. It's very rare that people actually will go and, you know, just connect their, I would say, their naked body, for lack of a better term, with the naked earth 
and mm-hmm. kind of just you know be be in neat be in nature and i know that sounds like go tree hug but it is like that it mm-hmm. is and it, it does have benefits and it can clear some of the energies out that you have like negative energies whatnot i'm starting to sound like a kooky lady myself right now but there's actual documentaries on that that Mm -hmm. it's proven to help it really does i've done this and it it does help me every single time and you Mm -hmm. know when you're stressed you just take a walk and you know get barefoot and just kind of go be in nature stand on some good cool grass next to a stream oh man it's one of the best things out there or just sit above it touch a tree whatever it's a just a just a very good reminder that we all essentially came from the dust and to the dust we shall return it is a it is a where was us that from huh where was that from what we all came from the dust and the dust we will return <laughs> that was impressive i don't know <laughs> <laughs> just just for me i'm sure i've heard it somewhere I, I couldn't tell you where i heard it from though um or read it but essentially um yeah, you're, you're being able to touch the cycle of eternity uh, as far as life goes. And that, that brings a certain perspective and humility to oneself and allows one to just relax, calm down. Yeah, it's like going it's and nice. sitting in front of the Grand Canyon and seeing how vast and huge it is, or like Zion's. Absolutely humbling. It, it, yeah, it's humbling. It makes you feel like, oh, I, I am an ant. Compared yeah. to like this, and this this planet gave me life, and it can take it away just as soon, mm-hmm. just as fast as it gave it to me, it can take it away. But somehow that helps us relieve stress. I don't understand why, but it does. It does. <laughs> it's scary, but in a, like a in a really cool way mm-hmm. that like puts you at ease. Absolutely. Any documentaries you've seen with avalanches or anything like that, it's just it's incredible. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially like with all that's going on right now, take a freaking hike. <laughs> take a, <laughs> take a hike. <laughs> Put your phone away. Disconnect from this hatred and bad energy and just negativity that this planet has right now. Mm-hmm. This is a huge part of the mental health is from other people and you're you you're you're kind of letting them affect you in that mm-hmm. way. People see the news and they see other people being so mean or they post something and somebody comments and you're letting them affect how your mood is. And it's, it's a big deal. And I'm not saying bullying's okay or anything like that, but like you need to have the strength to not to take everything everybody says seriously. Like they might have issues themselves and they're just kind of offloading it onto you. And being part of the earth helps with that. Yeah. It's like, yes, I, I, I may be small and insignificant compared to the earth. However, I am part of this tremendously amazing thing. So I don't have to take Jerry's crap down the street as seriously, you know? <laughs> yeah, screw Sorry you, for all the Jerry's out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another... Jerry. Jerry. Another uh, kind of emotional health thing that I've heard is very beneficial is uh, something called essential oils. And those are, te- I mean, really, it's just the, the oils of different plants around the world. But it's, uh, some of them have soothing and calming effects. Some of them have antibacterial properties. Some of them, I mean, 
There's a lot of plants that were put on this earth that are very beneficial. And if you get the essence, the oil out of them, they have very good health benefits. Yeah, like peppermint. It'll help calm your stomach if you're going to feel like you're going to throw up. Helps a lot. Or a headache. Stuff helps yeah, a lot. Yeah, clears better. your brain too. It makes your mind clear. It'll wake you up. It's got all sorts of cool things in there. There's a bunch of them. Lavender can like, what does lavender do? Isn't that like a calming? Pretty, yeah. Yeah, 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 it kind of calms your nerves. Helps with burns too. Yep. Mm-hmm. CBD oil. I don't have much experience with that one, but uh, it's supposed to calm you down. It does. It works. Okay, good. It's actually helped with uh, smoking. Uh, I'm not going to say his name, but one of my very close friends has uh, has a nicotine problem, and he tried smoking CBD instead. Smoking anything is not the best idea, so I don't recommend smoking anything, but smoking CBD is a little better than smoking nicotine, mm-hmm. and he said that helped him, and I've actually seen it help him quite a lot, so that was good. Yeah. We'll, and we'll put our emphasis on that again. Smoking anything that is foreign to your body is probably not the best idea. But if you got to choose the lesser of two evils, I dare say CBD is better than tobacco. Yeah, it, and it's <laughs> steps too. It's not like, okay, just switch and then continue smoking CBD. It's like, okay, switch to CBD and then get off of that slowly to, to where you're not smoking anything. And, you know, you've got to have fun every now and then. And if you don't have a problem with nicotine... In my opinion, we get one life, and, you know, if smoking occasionally, like smoking a little bit of marijuana is not going to kill you, and it might be fun and relaxing for a night, so do that. But to constantly do something and create a habit out of it that's going to be detrimental to your health is uh, something that we are very much against. You're just creating a crutch for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Moderation in all things is the best probably the best advice i've ever heard anywhere because yeah even too much of a good thing is bad yep (laughs) it can become an addiction and a crutch so uh another another thing along with the essential oils is just make sure you get enough vitamins and minerals we don't in this day and age a lot of our food doesn't have all the vitamins and minerals um, that your body needs to function properly so if you end up r- um, recognizing that you're running low on something or if you realize that your food does not contain what you need, then make sure to take those supplements. Take that special energy drink that has all this stuff. Just um, whatever you got to do, make sure your body gets enough vitamins and minerals because that is essential for proper brain and um, body function. Absolutely. And I wanted to bring up something too that we we don't have written down, but pharmaceuticals a lot of people rely very heavily on antidepressants (laughs) pharmaceuticals anything from the doctor and usually those are not the best options like if you absolutely need that medication to survive like yes their side effects often keep you on the medication absolutely and get you on different medications antidepressants it's just a loop of getting destroying your body through chemicals that they say are going to fix you but they never do it's just kind of like putting a band-aid on the problem until you slowly die and mm-hmm. it, it's not healthy i personally am very against pharmaceuticals any pill and that's different than supplements there's supplements like let's see uh essentially supplements are plants right yeah like any any plant-based thing like a lion's mane mushroom 
Oh, that's good. It, one. It's I take that every day now. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, melatonin, even it's not too bad. A lot of melatonin. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different options, and I'd highly recommend before you go to the pharmaceutical anything, see if you can heal your body through plants and natural means that is the best way and it's going to keep you healthy for a long time instead of slowly killing your body you can fix a problem now and it's just going to show up in a different problem later Mm -hmm. and it's just going to cut your lifespan in half yeah you can take antidepressants which uh overstimulate your your we'll call it happy chemical areas of your brain um thereby causing you to have more dependency over time or you can take something like lion's mane which naturally builds Uh, more connections in your brain and stimulates nervous system growth which will um, accelerate your happy process naturally and just allow you to have that much more consciousness during your everyday life i love lion's mane by the way and and again with the the um, plant healings or healing yourself with plants it 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 is going to be a lot harder and it's going to take longer if you got a specific issue yeah pharmaceuticals will fix it quickly but they're not going to help you in the long run because, you know, it's, it, it just doesn't work that way. And they mostly fix the symptoms, not the problem. Exactly. So it, it will be a rough road. So it's not going to be easy. But that's where self-discipline comes in. And failing and failing, but lear- learning off your failures and keep going, you know, keep on mm-hmm. keeping on. Mm-hmm. You also got longevity. Uh, what are they? Youngevity. Or longevity. Yeah. Uh, youngevity makes a couple products there's one called tangy tangerine yeah um and then there's another one so the tangy tangerine is all your vitamins and minerals that you can need um plus some it's got some fantastic benefits to that love drinking that stuff it's good good uh all natural it's a good replacement for energy drinks yes very much so will make you need to pee a lot i believe does have some diuretics in there but it is uh, very fantastic replacement for energy drinks I also love, they're, they're not quite as healthy as Longevity, but they're called Zip Fizz. I get them from Costco. They, uh, they've got a little bit of caffeine in them, so that gives you that little boost. Um, you don't want to get dependent on it, obviously, but mostly what I love about it is it's got a ton of B12 in there, which is a natural energy vitamin, especially for men, but for both, both sexes. Um, and those, those have been fantastic for me. That's what I'll take midday, and they... I can still sleep at night. It's it's nice. Heck yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, anything else anyone can think of about self-improvement traps, self-care, metaphysics? Um, there is one more thing that I have experienced a little bit. It's called foot zoning. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of it, essentially, hmm. I'm going to I'm going to make it sound real simple right now and for those foot zoners out there they're probably going to get upset but that's okay. Essentially someone's running knuckles up and down your feet in certain areas. Certain areas of your feet correspond to certain areas of your body. They can clear blockages both uh, spiritual and emotional via these channels that they run their knuckles through and uh they they can clear all sorts of we'll call it bad juju from your body. Um very interesting. I would definitely check it out if you haven't experienced it before. Um, and then you decide whether it's uh, worth pursuing or not. It hurts like hell. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does hurt, especially when there is a what they call a blockage. Um, then they got to 
work on it a little harder, and it uh, can get a little painful. No pain, no gain, right? Exactly. It. Yeah, it did help me quite a bit when I had it done, so I enjoyed it. I will be going back. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the theta healing at all? Yeah, so, so there is a thing called emotion code and theta healing. Um, essentially, it's where a person can reach into your aura, your metaphysical persona, and kind of communicate with that part of you to, to try to heal you um, in a customized way for you. Uh, so they'll they'll heal a bunch of emotional trauma from your childhood, from your ancestors, from whatever, um, and that's a that's a very controversial thing, but uh, also very worth looking into and at least trying if you have not. Again, that's emotion code and theta healing. All right. Does anybody have anything else? No. No. All righty. So I'd say to wrap up this, we just kind of do a brief overview of it. So. Self-improvement trap, just, you know, take small bits at a time and uh, stay focused on one thing at a time. And self-care, just, you know, make sure your body's healthy and you're getting what you're, you're needing. Uh, you, can't, you can't even live without having a healthy body. So, I would, you know, your body's pretty much your greatest investment. You really need to invest in your body. So, yeah. With that, this um, is... I did want to add one more thing. Just remember, folks, we are going over the richest man in Babylon book. For those of you following along, we are going to go over that book next time. That's true. All righty. Mm-hmm. You guys have a good day. All right. See you guys next week. See you later, guys.